Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Parts. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. <laughs> Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You know whose voice that is, don't you? Shotgun. Oh, yeah, Shotgun. Man, yeah. He's, he's famous. He's on the... I thought that was Trey Biddy's voice we heard. Hollywood Walk of Fame and all that good stuff on Sirius Radio. Yeah. You mean introducing our show? Kind of a snarl in my name. He wasn't there before. <laughs> he does that with everyone. Trey Biddy. And now here's Trey Biddy. Oh, gee, man, that hurt my ears. Okay. Sorry about that, Raymond. All right, Trey. Kind of two different stories. One... This was the headline by Danny, so I'm wanting to know, that if, is there a backstory on this? Former hog safety commit finds a new home, and the story was about Jeremy Cook. Yeah, I mean, that was really, if I'm being honest, that was kind of a deal where Arkansas coach was trying to find him a place. Um We'd known just for a little bit here that Cook wasn't going to end up signing with Arkansas. Um, just not going to be able to go here, basically. Um, Was so he not good enough, or uh, it doesn't have anything to do with talent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Just kind of read between the lines, but uh, yeah, found him a spot. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, you know, he did, he was been committed since July, guys, and didn't sign in the early period. You know, and hadn't been taking any other visits or anything like that. You know, so um, we'd kind of obviously when that didn't happen, when he didn't sign, knew that something was up there, and so uh, yeah, ended up finding a. And that, where, where, where did he end up? Jackson State, Jacksonville State. Yes, Jackson yeah. State. Jackson State. Jackson mm-hmm. State. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it didn't. I mean, that's a really good get for them, talent-wise. Yeah, six three one ninety three star prospect, and then there was a commitment over the weekend. Is it Markeelan? Markeelan Batten? Yeah. So he he had actually tweeted out a while back that he was committing to Arkansas, <laughs> and so um, this is, you know, an official one, obviously, you see, you know, obviously Arkansas made that graphic for him and everything, so, um, yeah, he, he'll be an athlete, uh, what is he, 5'9", 5'10", 170, 170. 5'9", 170. Yeah, he's listed maybe as a running back, but he'll be an athlete, he'll, um, he'll have a different position for that, so, yeah, I thought you were going to ask me about Branson Hickman. You stumped me on that one. So Hickman is the SMU transfer. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I saw lineman. that. I saw the headline. Get, get in. I did not get a chance to read the story. Yeah. So well, I can fill you in a little bit. So Hickman uh, actually just reached out to him, and uh, you know, because he was. I don't know how this works exactly. I guess because he's graduating in May, but he had initially. For those who don't know, Branson Hickman is a uh, center from SMU. He started offensive center, offensive lineman. He started uh, 33 games for him. He was second team All-AAC last year. Um, he's, 
you know, pretty well-regarded transfer portal prospect. And so I reached out to him because there was an article coming out that had said he had tweeted out that he was going to enter transfer portal in April. Uh, and then there was an article that came out that he had actually popped up in the transfer portal on uh, this past Monday. So I guess it has something to do with him being able to graduate in May, but they, he was able to go ahead and enter the portal. So he he's discussed things with Eric Mateos. He's got some connections to Arkansas. One of Mateos's offensive linemen uh, at Baylor uh, played with um, uh, played with Hickman in, in high school. Uh, his dad was the coach at uh, Jesuit Preparatory Academy in Dallas. Uh, but his dad was coached there. So he's got a connection to Mateos there. Um, his roommate at SMU uh, played high school ball at Fayetteville High School, and he's been with him to Fayetteville. He stayed at his parents' house and stuff. So he, he's been to Fayetteville uh, before. He's obviously got some ties with Mateos, some you know indirect ties with Mateos, and he's really interested in Arkansas. Uh, but that whole story is on Hog Sports right now. Um, but he's looking to come visit um, I would think early mid March. He said mid March, but not spring break. Well, spring break is, I mean, spring break is right in the middle of March. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and I think it doesn't, they don't start practices again probably till the 26th of March. So um, I, I'm thinking he's probably going to visit early mid March. Um, and he, he said, you know, he's been hearing from a lot of other schools, you know, in the, I guess we're calling it the Power Four now. But he's been hearing from a lot of other schools, but um, you know, didn't want to to talk about those so much. But um, told me a good bit of what his thoughts are on Arkansas and Eric Mateos. So uh, that could be a guy. I mean, Pittman said at his signing day press conference in December that you know they want to find another guy, guard, center type, somebody who can also snap the ball and play guard. Um, and so he could end up being one of the guys there. I. I, I really firmly believe they need to add two more offensive linemen. You know, they're at 14 right now. Um, I, I think at minimum they need to add two more, and he could be one of them. Now, the number is 82. Are we still yes. semi-firm? Okay, 82. We're at 82, and that and I'd already, include, I'd already included Cook in that total as not being a part of the class. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Um, so the number is 82, what I have them at right now. Um, so, yeah, they've got room for three more. There will probably be some more, you know, attrition after the spring. There was only one last year. It was only uh, Landon Rogers uh, out of Parkview. He was the only guy to enter the portal after the spring last year. Hmm. So, But I, I could see there being a little bit more. They need They need another veteran linebacker. I like the linebackers they have. It's just... They need somebody who has logged a lot of snaps. You know, like I don't want to say like an insurance guy because I think Spence, Sanford, Xavier Sori, obviously, I think all three of those guys are going to be good players. But the key word is I think they are. I don't know that they are because they haven't logged just a ton of snaps in their career. Sori had 19 tackles last year. Um, you know, Spence played a little bit. Sanford played even less. So. They need some, like even like an Antonio Greer type. Antonio Greer was a, you know, all conference player the year before. He got injured his last year at USF, but he was an all conference performer, you know, 100 tackle guy, you know, maybe on a a lower level, group of five level anyway. So that's what I would say. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, it'd be great if you go out and get a, you know, <laughs> an all SEC type of linebacker who has 100 tackles, you know, last year, but that's probably not as, as practical. I just think they need to get a little bit more veteran in that linebacker room, somebody who's got some more experience. Um, so, linebacker, a couple of defensive tackles, maybe at least one defensive tackle, uh, you know, at least one, and then a couple of offensive linemen. Trey, before we head to the phone lines, um, when do you think there will be confirmation on the actual spring dates? That's a good question. I mean, I feel pretty good about my dates, mm-hmm. but again, it's not official, and there's always things that could change, but uh, for those who haven't heard, I, I think it's going to be March 7th. I think you'll have five practices um, between March 7th and the 14th, and then... 
they'll take spring break and then they'll hold a, you know every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, uh, all the way up to the last week where they'll go Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday with the red white game, which I think will be on April 13th. But no, nothing has been officially released yet, so it shouldn't be too much longer. I mean, I would think. I would think, you know, within about a month of it starting. So I think it's starting March 7th. So, you know, pretty close. Should be pretty close. There there was one year, I think under Coach Pittman, where they had a, I'll call it a carryover day. You had the spring game on a Saturday, yeah. but then they came back like on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Are you expecting that kind of add-on day? I mean, it's got to fit within the 15 days, but... Yeah, I'm just... they didn't do it. They did not do it last year. Okay, uh, Chad Morris, I believe, I think both times Chad Morris had two practices after the spring game. Okay, uh, but I don't think they're going to do that the way they did it last year. Instead, of, because it it works out if you stick to the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedule, it works out to where you would have one. But last year they went Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Gotcha. And I would expect them to probably do that again. Gotcha. Elwood, good afternoon. Never mind, he doesn't. Okay. Um, let's see. This, I understand it is not the Gangster Museum of America. We'll just go with the live fan feedback. Oh, it's not? Uh, that's according to um, a source inside the company. Oh. Hamhawk says, question for Trey. Trey. Did a Walton, by way of the Renke, just hand $62 million free and clear to the University of Missouri? <laughs> That's what I was thinking first. <laughs> I don't know who it was. It's an anonymous. But, uh, yeah, $62 million, $50 million for facilities, stadium upgrades, and $12 million wow. uh, into NIL. I don't know if that's all football NIL, but I know that if you've got $12 million in NIL, you can buy yourself a pretty good pretty good squad wow wow well i guess that ties into this then with woodstock ask trey if missouri football is the new sec team on the rise after i don't know about their third great season i thought the previous two years they were six and six at best uh in a row and the donation information that came out today are they the team on the rise i mean i guess we'll have to see but yeah, I mean, you you said it right there. They had a really good season last year. The year before, they were six and seven. The year before that, they were six and seven. The year before that, where they were five and five. So they are rising. Eleven and two is a heck of a season. I mean, that's something every Missouri fan should be really proud of. That's not that doesn't happen a lot there. And um, you know, I talked to some Missouri fans after that game, and they obviously are very excited about the state of their program. But um, you know, they're. What seventeen and seventeen in SEC play under Drinkwitz? They have a much easier slate of games. Their schedule next year is it's going to change. No, it's not. It's pretty. It's pretty well, cake. But they're not. <laughs> but they're no longer in the East Division, to where right. there's only one or two you have to beat. At, at least now they're going to play Oklahoma or Texas every year. They, you know, it's going to be a little more difficult for them. And when you think yeah, about the wall, you want to go over it real quick. Sure. What is it? Murray State, Buffalo, Boston mm-hmm. College, Vanderbilt, Texas A&M, UMass. That's how they wow. start out. They could be 6-0. and <laughs> Yeah, they could. Yeah. And, right. then, okay. and then it's Auburn at home. They get Auburn at home. Then Tuscaloosa. Wow. Then OU in, at home. And then it's, to round things out, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Arkansas. They could win 10 again. Yeah, yes. I, I can see that's that. A, sure. That's a... You're right for, that's a for great the new schedule. SEC. For the new SEC, that's you know, Arkansas schedule is pretty good, but it's a lot tougher than Missouri's. Yeah. Oh yeah. Arkansas's schedule could define Sam Pittman's future in the first few yeah. weeks. That's right. I mean, like you look at Arkansas's schedule. Let's bring it up real quick. Uh, 2024. Hold on. Well, game number UAPB, two. UAPB, Oklahoma State, UAB yeah, at Auburn. Texas A&M in Arlington, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas, Louisiana Tech at Missouri. Yeah. Yep. So that those first few weeks, I mean, you're talking. First of all, I, I'm I don't like in this day and age 
playing your very first home game at War Memorial. I'm not yeah. saying you shouldn't, or I'm not saying yeah. UAPB isn't a good War Memorial game. I just think, I don't know, it takes a little bit out of it to me. I think, I mean, because you're, you're looking until week three before you even play a game in Razorback Stadium, and... You know, that's September 14th, so week three. And then you've got, after that, you go to Jordan-Hare Stadium. Then you go to AT&T Stadium. And then it's October 5th until your next your second game in Fayetteville. I just, yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like the way that shapes up. Um, you, I mean, going to Oklahoma State on September that's 7th a is a huge, a huge game, game for Sam Pittman. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, you're going at Jordan-Hare Stadium. You know, the yeah. same Auburn team that smoked them last year here. Yeah, and then right. AT&T Stadium, well, that place hasn't been very familiar. You know, no matter yeah. how good Texas A&M is, I mean, Arkansas has almost been cursed in that stadium. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Randy, would you please I mean, get Navy about, Mike on the phone to get some optimism <laughs> back on the show? Golly. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> sinking fast for a guy here. that's won four games last year, there's, oh. a, there's some very big tests there early in the Man. season. Oh, you're right. A lot of great opportunities. But thank you. You could see That's how it good. could go south. Yes. Okay. You're right. <laughs> you get is a, Navy marker is Navy Mike really next? Well, no, 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 no. I'm no. <laughs> but he usually talks like you're talking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Maybe he'll be optimistic today. Doom and gloom. Well, I'm just saying I would way rather have what Missouri has lined up with Murray State, oh, Buffalo, yeah. Boston I, no College, doubt. and Vanderbilt. No doubt. no doubt. To start things out, if I'm Sam Pittman. Think about Boston College. Their head coach took a coordinator job to leave the school. Yeah. So, that, yeah, I agree. Totally I, agree. I think you're going to continue to see that and a lot of that kind of stuff where coaches yeah. are just like NIL and transfer portal. Yeah. Yep. Coaches Unless are you're like tired of dealing with it. And the co- head coaches like, don't have it near as hard as as assistant coaches. I mean, their job is like you can work your tail off recruiting a guy and you just don't have the funds. But if you're Eli and somebody gives you $62 million bucks, then you got to say, for at least for now, that that's a pretty good deal. And we should say this. Yeah. The Waltons all grew up in Missouri. Sam grew up in Missouri. Bud grew up in Missouri. So they came here. That's where they started Walmart. But as far as the Walton family, the, the they've given money to the university. But Bud's mm-hmm. gift for Bud Walton Arena is by far the biggest gift the Walton family has given to Arkansas. You wonder... If I mean, they're all worth twenty-one billion dollars, wouldn't yeah. it seem like Jim and Rob have been here long enough that they might say, "Let's do something for Razorback Athletics, and let's give them each, let's give them each, let's give them five hundred million dollars." They could do that. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. think about it. think about what percentage that is of twenty-one billion. Trust me, I've, I've thought about. It's how to 5%. spend Walmart money so many different times, how I would right. do it. <laughs> but but Walmart, Walmart won't do it. The company can't do that because mm-hmm. they're in business to make a profit. Sure. They're answerable to their shareholders. But the family could, and uh, it, I wonder if anybody ever asks them to. I just I know that, you know, like um, Alice, I think she's Alice Walton. I think she's worth yeah. like $60 billion, right? Um, Is that what? I, I know that, like. I Again, think she's I don't, twenty-two you know, billion. I think she's twenty-two billion, that, and the two men are twenty-four billion that are the direct descendants. Yeah. So as a family, they're worth over sixty billion. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I know that it's like important to you know build up the area. You know, get crystal bridges, all this. Kind oh of yeah. Stuff. And that's but I also are. know like football, and people. I think a lot of people don't think about football like this, but. Football, having a good football team, yeah, boost your university, absolutely, mm-hmm. everything around. Like Nick Saban, like since he was at Alabama, you know, well, their enrollment property value quadrupled. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, they well, like just... lead the country in national merit scholars at Alabama. It's, um, you know, really, your, I didn't your, know that. Oh yeah, the whole area has improved since Alabama football has had Nick Saban there. Wow. And I, I always forget who who said the quote that uh, football is the front porch of your university. Who mm-hmm. said that? I've heard but, that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if football and, and and that's not even a count, like you know how well businesses do game day weekends and just the overall vibe of the community. Because most people in Arkansas are Razorback fans, um, you know. So having a good football program is beneficial to not just football but to 
the state of Arkansas and the region of Northwest Arkansas. It's, I mean, it's it's probably one of the better like investments you can make, you know, if you are, you know, extremely extremely wealthy. But you know, the Waltons know all this. I'm sure they're not. <laughs> they're, yeah. You know, they're but you still have to when, when you're involved in fundraising, you have to speak to somebody's heart, and if you do, they'll give. You know, they're big into the environment, and they they're big into yep. helping uh, East Arkansas and the Delta area and education. So you can't fault that by any means. But they got enough to help. Yeah, Alice a lot Walton of is worth sixty-five point one billion. Is that right? You yeah, found that? Yeah. I, I I got this. Just got this text from someone on the UA board. Said the Waltons gave three hundred million to them for academics to the to the University school of, of business. Yeah, to the school of business. Yeah. That was many years ago, okay. but yes, they did. Okay, they gave. It is the million. Walton College. Thanks, Casey. Yes. Business at that's the University right. of Arkansas. Several years ago, yeah. Waltons have been great. I, I don't want. That's oh, one no thing I don't want to get on here and people. say like Absolutely. this is. They need to be doing more. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. That's up to but, them. That's, right. that's not up to us, up to them. But I was money. just talking about if Missouri got that kind of a gift, it's because one of the heirs to some of that is involved yeah. and actually was involved in their basketball arena. And if that's where it came from, that's where it came from. But they're Missourians. They're not Arkansans. Hmm. All right, Trey, this from our live feed and feedback. Larry says, Trey, after reading that tweet today about Missouri announcing them getting the huge donation, I started thinking, what do you think Arkansas should do differently to raise more money? Do they have a person on staff out raising NIL money? What should we do differently outside the new program where fans pledge money? Because we are a poor state. Yeah, well, um, what's the the new guy? Um, Chris Bauer, who's in charge of the... um, charge of the razors or not the razor that's my message for the edge. edge after the holidays a little cash goes a long way the chime checking account has tons of benefits to help like fee-free overdraft up to 200 for eligible members no monthly fees and thousands of fee-free atms you can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit sign up for chime today at chime.com slash goals 24 banking services and debit card provided by the bank or bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal fees may apply access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer the edge um yeah i mean thank you drake watch all your favorite buzz shows streaming live on our youtube facebook and twitter pages 1037 the buzz your multimedia fun and game station there are trucks, and then there is the truck. BMC's tough and rugged Sierra Denali heavy-duty pickup. And just for playing at Saracen Casino Resort during February, you could win one from Smart GMC. Winning is as easy as simply playing your favorite Saracen games. Play for your chance to be driving home a GMC Denali HD pickup this month. It's not just any truck, and Saracen Casino is not just any casino. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800 4700 when you get on a bike, you got to watch out for gravel, potholes, and knucklehead drivers. But after a crash, here's what you got to watch out for. Insurance adjusters. They can be tough on injured bikers. They might try to pin the blame on you or pay you less than you deserve. So if you've been injured, here's what you should do. Call the lawyers who look out for bikers. That's Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer scope. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa, and Valentine's Day is here. We have specials ranging from $60 to $200. How about the Love Bug Special? A 60-minute healing stone massage with a chocolate espresso treatment. $150. Find all of our specials at avabelladayspa.com. Print your gift certificate from home or send it to the recipient. It's as easy as that. Thanks and happy Valentine's Day. Hey, it's Matt Zimmerman for Telco Federal Credit Union. Hey, they get it at Telco Federal Credit Union. With rising home loan rates, maybe staying put and just fixing up your current home is a better financial solution. Telco offers home improvement loans even if you have little to no equity. Now you can get your kitchen and bath remodeled and some new flooring. The local team at Telco Credit Union will find you the right loan, the lowest rate, and will make the process so easy. Stop in, log on at telco.com or call 501 375 5321. 
So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day, and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation, and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis? arthritis, or maybe an old injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Do like many people in Central Arkansas have done. Call QC Kinetics now for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. Once again, the consultation's free at QC Kinetics. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. Tonight is the night. Gary and I are headed to Benihana. And we are... Yeah, what a shocker. What a shocker. <laughs> well, we are headed over tonight to sample the two for 60. What I've been talking about, what I've been preaching about. I mean, we're going to try it out tonight. And we are super excited. Well, I am. I can't speak for Carrie, but I think she's excited too. But we are headed over tonight uh, because this is one outstanding deal. Because I asked Raymond about this the other day to put a prize tag on it, and it was well above. The $60 level, and that is filet, chicken breast, the colossal shrimp, two salads, and Gary's personal favorite, two fried rice with chicken. Now, this is a Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night only. So, you got to take advantage tonight, tomorrow night, or Wednesday night. And that is two for 60. And I love the options that is part of this because there's not any one of the three that I don't love, whether it be the filet, the chicken breast, or the shrimp. I love it all. Then combine that with the salad and the fried rice with chicken. Man, for 60 bucks, you can't get it any better than this. So make your reservation tonight, because if you've been to Benny Hondas before, you know how busy they can be. And sometimes when we've been to the Riverfront Steakhouse, I've seen people standing outside the door on the sidewalk waiting to get in. So make your reservation now, 371-9000. Ask for Shapur, and you will not, you will not be disappointed, because this filet it's the same filet they have at the steakhouse. So that tells you how good it is. Then combine that with the chicken breast and the shrimp. You know the rest of the story. That is Benny Hanna. That is in North Little Rock. Wyndham Hotel. Make a reservation now. 371-9000. Hey, let's see here. Okay. From our live feed and feedback, Feral Hog says Missouri is rising higher than Arkansas. SEC schedules are hard no matter what folks try to say. I think the point Rick was making mm-hmm. is that when you have maybe Florida, Georgia, now yeah. Tennessee, 
but yeah, every year they got to play South Carolina when they were in South Carolina beat them some, but now they're better than South Carolina. They got to play Vanderbilt every year. They got to play Kentucky every year. They're decent, but they're not Auburn, Texas A&M, and Ole Miss. So the Eastern Division, ever since the Arkansas came into the SEC, the Western Division's always been tougher than the Eastern Division. And so, uh, and just think about this: when Texas A&M and Missouri came into the league, A&M came in the West, and Missouri came in the East, even though they're on the western edge of the SEC. So now that you have to play everybody, they're not going to get to play Vanderbilt every year. But next year they get to. So you can see where they can start great, and maybe they'll lose at Alabama. We don't know. We don't know how good Alabama is going to be next year. New coach, a lot of guys left. I'm sure they'll bring a lot of guys in. We don't know. Oklahoma, they have to play them, but they get them at home. How, how good is Oklahoma going to be? We don't know. So for their schedule appears to be not as difficult as some of the others. They're not playing Georgia. Okay, so this is the first time since Missouri's been in the league they're not playing Georgia, and Georgia's projecting to be number one in the country again. So that's a blessing for them. Blessing for Arkansas, they don't have to play them, Georgia. All right, I, I, I made mention this at the start of the show, and I didn't have the numbers pulled up. I'd like to give a shout-out to Jalen Crocker-Johnson, a young freshman at Little Rock. Uh, again, he's 6'8", 230 out of uh, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, for the sixth time... This season, he's been named Ohio Valley Conference Freshman of the Week. And here's, here's some numbers for you. And he is only the sixth player in OVC history to re- receive the honor six times. Crockett Johnson averaged 11 points and nine rebounds in the Trojans' two games while shooting 61.5% from the field and 85.7% from the free throw line. He also led, led the team in assists, averaging five a game. Against SIUE, the San Antonio product, uh, recorded 11 points, going 5 for 7 from the field. That's 71%. Uh, one of two from free throw line, had five rebounds. He also led the team in assists with four and recorded a block. And that's it, just in one game. And the win over EI, EIU, that's Eastern Illinois. Crocker Johnson recorded his second double-double of the season, 11 points, going 3 of 5 from the field. And five of five from the free throw line. He was came into the game shooting only 60%, by the way. And a team high 13 rebounds, just two shy of his career high. He also led the team in assists with a career high six and recorded a steal. He has recorded 10 double doubles this season and four double double re- rebound games. And this young man can play in a nice young man, Jalen Crocker Johnson. Where's number five? Sounds like he needs to shoot it a little bit more, <laughs> Raymond. Three of five, and I forget the other other numbers that you gave. You know, he he, he will shoot a three every now and then. He, he put up a number of them early in the season. Uh, that that's not going well for him shooting from three. But uh, he's a banger, a good player, really nice player. Daryl Daryl got a steal in him. Got a split last week on the road. Yep, and play tomorrow night against Tennessee Martin. The women play at five o'clock. And the men seven thirty. Come out and join us. And please ignore what happened early in the season with. Joe Foley and the Lady Trojans, they have really been playing well once they got into OVC play. and uh, But all alone in second place? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, two quality games tomorrow night you'll find at the Jack Stevens Center. All right, this from our live fan feedback. Jim says, I would have to believe the way the U of A got rid of Nolan and the fact that some genius in the athletic department sold the Walton's luxury suite in the stadium without permission has something to do with the Walton's not giving money to the athletic department. Okay, let me let me say this to that. Number one, I can't. I have no idea how they felt about Nolan leaving. I don't know about that. Bud Walton gave the money for Bud Walton Arena. Sam did not. Okay, I think Sam went to some of the went to some of the games, but Bud gave the money. So that's another thing. When you talk about Jim, Rob, and Alice Walton, they are all uh, sons and daughter of Sam Walton, not Bud Walton. I think the people in Missouri may be descendants of Bud Walton, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But I think so. Okay, and Bud was the much um, behind the scenes guy of Walmart. Sam got all the credit. Bud was involved, too. So Bud made a lot of money. When Bud died, this is as I understand it, 
when Bud died, there was a dispute over who would own the suite that he was in. And it involved a family dispute that I I know a little bit about, but not enough. And even if what I do know, I'm not about to say on the air. That was the dispute. That's why it was decided that the Walton family would no longer use that suite. That was not the athletic department saying, okay, Bud's gone, we're taking your suite. That that was not it. It was a, definitely a family dispute, and that's why that happened. So that has nothing to do with anything related to whether the Sam's descendants would give any money to the school or not. I can't speak for them. I've never met Rob Walton. I've met briefly Jim Walton, but I haven't seen him in years. Uh, I've never met Alice Walton. I don't know what they think. I know that it's, you know, when they do give to, um, gosh, they have given enormous amounts of money to trails in Arkansas, to education. um, But I don't know what they, I don't know what their heartbeat is. So therefore, when we throw out there that they have this enormous amount of money, that doesn't mean they have to give it away. We do know Rob put $4 billion into the Denver Broncos. At least that's what was reported. So he obviously likes NFL football and somehow got involved with the with the NBA, with the NFL. But I'll say again, the sweet situation at Bud Walton had nothing to do with this. Zero. Rodney says, what in the heck is Mitchell standing outside the three-point line waiting on a pass <laughs> so he can then dribble his way to the basket to lose it or get it stolen? Um, he hit a shot that was probably 17 feet left side of the key the other day. He has attempted, and there's been some success from 15 feet from the free throw line extended. But I don't think he shot an abundance of those uh, from that distance. Now, I've noticed he has tried to put the ball on the floor. He doesn't need to dribble. He doesn't need to try to drive. Uh, He's an adequate passer. I wouldn't call him a great passer. But um, I don't think he's standing outside the three-point line no, he's not going to shoot it. Waiting to shoot the ball. No. Uh-uh. I'm not sure he's even waiting to get the ball, then try to dribble his way to the basket. But uh, I understand sometimes they get caught with the ball in their hands and they're in that position. Shot clock is going down. They're trying to make something happen. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, Randy, I got something for you that's of interest. I, I, yeah, I don't know that I'd ever stop to think this. I was just reading an article during the break about Nick Saban's retirement and how it affected college football. The, the first sentence is, when Nick Saban sneezes, the entire college football profession catches a, halt, a cold. So obviously he has had major influence. Between the time he retired and February 1st, which was last Thursday, those three weeks, 53, college, 53 coaches has have switched jobs. Now we're not talking about just head coaches, we're talking about assistant coaches as well. 53 coaches wow. have switched jobs involving 24 different programs. More, more than a dozen Alabama players applied to leave the program. And of course, so here's the thing we think of, when Saban retired, it opened a 30-day window for Alabama players to go into the transfer Correct. Every coach that moved, every head coach that moved, the same thing happened at their schools. So how about this? The University of Washington, after their coach left to become the coach at Alabama, 23 players entered the transfer portal and two more declared for the draft. 20 of their 22 starters against Michigan in the championship game are going to be playing somewhere else next year. Whoa! So we think about Alabama, Washington got hammered, and then these other schools where coaches, you know, the coach left Arizona to go to Washington, you get all this movement. I don't know that I ever realized the impact that this had. Did you? No. No. That's, uh, that's a lot of, lot of people moving. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we have... 
a $100 gift certificate we're going to give away to Robert Irwin Jewelers for Valentine's Day. And we have a great question for you. Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Heads up, guys. Valentine's Week is just around the corner. Haven't ordered your gifts yet? Get to it with Tipton and Hearst, the state's premier florist, offering guaranteed satisfaction with every order for more than 136 years. Grab your Valentine's flowers early and get rewarded with free roses later. See store for details. Buy your flowers, chocolates, and more at Tipton and Hearst stores in Little Rock, Conway, Pine Bluff, North Joseph Pinion on Guys, it's a new year. Welcome to 2024, man. Low T Center can make it a great one for you. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, maybe you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, a little weight gain here and there, a little loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, fellas. At Low T Center, they make it easy. All you've got to do is commit. You can get your levels checked. It's simple. It's a simple blood test with their on-site lab. You'll get results back in 25 minutes. Low T Center is not your typical doctor's office, so no worries, fellas. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They're physicians. They specialize in treating low testosterone, and they've been exclusively treating men for years with most health insurance accepted. And they have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. So there's no need to drive to the center on a weekly basis. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your T-levels tested. Make your health and quality of life a priority and make it a great year in 2024. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. You gotta get to Robert Irwin Jewelers. We've got flexi bangles and they start at only $599. With every purchase of $99 or more, get a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses. Now with two locations in the area and the newest one in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock. Or online at rijewelers.com. Congratulations. You're having a little girl. At that moment, everything changed. Our hopes and dreams for ourselves were instantly replaced by our hopes and dreams for her. We got life insurance policies from Shelter Insurance so that regardless of what life throws at us, we'll still be able to provide the world to her. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agents Chad Kesterson in Arkadelphia, Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff, or Blake Jumper in Benton. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, I'm Randy Rainwater. We have a $100 gift certificate. We would like to give away to Robert Irwin Jewelers. And we're going to do that by way of a trivia question. And thanks to our crack research team, his name is Rick Schaefer. Uh, We have a question for you. It is basically two parts. Maybe the first part is easy. Maybe the second part will present a little bit of a challenge. Uh Uh-oh. I thought I just sent you a one-part question. You must have added something. Well, no. I I got the answer, then I've got it how many times after that? That's why I'm calling it two parts. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Okay. I got it. All right, so this, 501-661-1037, Robert Irwin Jewelers, $100 gift certificate. So here we go. This is basketball. What team has Arkansas play more than any other team in the SEC tournament? So give me the school and how many times. Once again, what team has Arkansas played more than any other team 
in the SEC tournament. Name the school and how many times you have won yourself a $100 gift certificate to Robert Irwin Jewelers. Perfectly in time for Valentine's Day. So, that is coming up in a moment. As I'm waiting on, there you go. Damon has got the caller on hold. Let's see what Cody has to say. Cody, do you have an answer for us? In the SEC tournament? Yes, sir. Kentucky? Maybe. How many times? Twenty. Twenty? What, what are you doing? Looking? I think he's driving, so it's going to be kind of difficult. He said twenty. That's, that's not. That's not correct. Thank you, Cody. Okay. What team has Arkansas played more than any other in the SEC tournament? Team, how many times? 501-661-1037 for a $100 gift certificate from Robert Irwin Jewelers. So, there you go. All right, uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. And let's see this from the 501. Who do you think will get the first team reps at running back during spring practice? That's a good question. Well, it won't be Rocket Sanders. He'll be gone. By the way, Augusta. Uh, pardon me? Yeah, Augusta has, um, I saw on X, used to be Twitter, that, that he's got a new NIL deal that must be really good. <laughs> Because he's talking about it, you know how he's thankful for that and can't wait to represent the University of Arkansas in this. So uh, somebody must have helped him out a little bit. Obviously, Dominic Johnson is back. Debinion is back. Got I could almost say Debinion. Yeah, I'd probably get the first. If you're talking about the first play of spring practice, we'll say probably Debinion. All right, we're going to talk with uh, Marie. Marie, good afternoon. You have an answer for our trivia question. Uh, Kentucky eight times. Incorrect. Incorrect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Marie. Let's try Jason. Jason, good afternoon. You have an answer for us. Kentucky five times. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Incorrect. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's continue on with our... Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501. Even Rick can't polish up this basketball. I won't use the word that he uses, but it's team. not. Yeah, <laughs> team. <laughs> yeah, okay. LOL. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard to uh, polish this thing up right now. BAD is what I keep saying. Yeah. Um,. Let's see. This one, the 501. And I'm not sure this was at 442, so I'm not sure who he's talking about. He's the type of guy that would want to get rid of Muss. I don't remember what would correlate with that. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Uh, this from the 870. It amazes me. When a team wins, the players win. When a team loses... It's the coach's loss. When do players take credit for the loss? Blame. Take blame. Well, <clears throat> we're not the coach. Obviously, fans aren't the coach. Fans blame players when they don't play well. But I will say this. Musselman continues to talk about playing harder and how poor his defensive how poor the defensive performance is, which is basically saying the players are not playing defense very well. You know, he he is responsible for that, but he can't do it for them. But there are a lot of coaches that have been responsible for the inadequacies of their teams that ended up not being the coaches there as long as they wanted to because their teams were inadequate. 
So you can go back and say, they're not playing defense well. Was that because of uh, mis-evaluations mis in recruiting? They're, they're not listening to coaching? You know, there, there are a lot of things. We don't know all the answers to that. So the coach is responsible because he's got the one with the win-loss record. But there are some players that aren't living up to their expectations. He has also said this team has not lived up to pass Razorback standards. Mm -hmm. And when asked the other night about what do you think of the guard play, there's a lot to grow from. That's all he said, a lot to grow from. So as much as he praised the guard situation uh, against Missouri, he didn't have the same kind of praise against LSU. Okay. Chris, do you have an answer for us? So, uh, Kentucky 10. Well, finally, everybody guessed Kentucky. You finally got the right number. That's right. You are a winner, Chris. Congratulations. You have a $100 gift certificate coming your way by way of Robert Irwin Jewelers. So what I'm going to do, Chris, I'm going to put you on hold and let Damon get the pertinent information. Congratulations, Chris. Thank you. Okay. That was easy enough. All right. Uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Muss's teams, this from the 903, somewhere deep in the heart of Texas. Muss's teams have always been ready to play in the past. And his staff pours so much into game prep. They can only do so much. I think you have to chop this season up as a miss in the portal. Regroup, get some needed players in for next year if we can keep Muss. Do you guys think he returns? Why would he we, not return? Yeah, we have no, we have no indication. We have no nothing to go on no. to think he wouldn't be back. Why would he not return? So people are spreading rumors. I don't know. You know, there are those that think that he feels unfulfilled by what he did in the NBA. I can't imagine him going back to the NBA. Me, no. Uh, even though he talks about NBA travel and all that, I, I cannot imagine that. We know he loves the state of California. Um, if some job appealed to him there, so be it. But um, but as far as having everything that you need, despite what Stan thinks, to win a national championship, that doesn't mean he's going to. But you have what you need to. You have the ingredients you need. We're told the NIL money is good. We don't know that, but we're told that. And you're playing in an arena that sells out 19,200 seats, whether the fans all come to the game or not. Anytime there's a big game, it's a, a raucous atmosphere. Um, all the things that you would like, you've got. And there aren't many schools where you could go to where you'd have all the ingredients that they have at Arkansas. Not many. Yeah, we and, you don't, and, and the state of Arkansas is producing good talent. And because Arkansas has a good reputation, you can go other states and recruit well. Most good programs have a down year every now and then. Of course they do. No, Pat Bradley, he is on his way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Hour number three, straight ahead. Bringing you the word. On January the 2nd, the world learned of a remarkable story. A Japan Airlines plane was engulfed in flames, threatening the lives of everyone on board. But thanks to the efforts of a well-trained crew of 12, a veteran pilot, and the relative absence of panic, all 367 passengers were able to 